I did not draft her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not draft her. I did not. Oh, hi, Ben. Oh, hey, Jafar. What's up? I have a problem with Lisa. She says that I draft her. What? Did you? No, it's not true. Don't even ask. What's new with you? I'm just sitting up here thinking, you know. I got a question for you. Yeah? Do you think girls like to draft like guys do? What makes you say that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just... I'm just thinking. I don't have to worry about that because Lisa is loyal to me. Yeah, man. You'll never know. People are very strange these days. I used to know a girl. She had a dozen drafts. One of them found out. Beat her up so bad she ended up on a podcast on Guerrero Street. Ha! <laughs> what a story, Ben. Yeah, you can say that again. I'm so happy I have you as my best friend. I love Lisa so much. Yeah, man. You are very lucky. Well, maybe you should have a draft, Ben. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe I have one already. I don't know yet. And Peggy. <laughs> Hello, Internet, and welcome back to Draft the Universe, the Nerd Fight Battle Royal. This is the podcast where we pick a topic, pick our favorites, and then fight to the death, or maybe just for bragging rights. I'm Jafar. I'm Chris. And I'm Ben. And Oh, hi, Ben. Oh, hi, Ben. Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. I feel like it's becoming my, my role to, like, either you throw in, like, one of us has to throw in, like, a, like a and I'm Sergeant Pepper. But if that doesn't happen, it's then my role to d- redirect whatever Ben says back at him. Yeah. 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 And today we're drafting bad movies. Yes. As you can tell with our flawless uh, The Room homage uh, as the cold <laughs> open. Yeah. Although we have agreed that The Room is off limits because it is a cult classic. So, I mean, we can get into that a little bit. I am weary to define anything has off limits because it is a cult classic because we're saving we agreed we're saving cult classics yes right but what i don't want to do is that kind of categorically means that anything we do draft is automatically not a cult classic i mean that's fair um, I, I, and i don't yeah. want to get i don't want to do that to us sure part of my point of view on that is because we were talking about you know where's the line and I wanted us to avoid thinking of these movies as cult classics because there are some cult classics that are just good movies. They just weren't appreciated uh, in Groundhog their time. Day. Yeah, well. Yeah. Well, Groundhog Day got a thumbs down from Ebert. Like, Groundhog Day was not appreciated upon release. Is there, is there an apostrophe yes there? Is it Groundhog's Day or is it Groundhog Day? It's Groundhog Day. Yeah. Okay, I need to, ch- I need to double check this yeah, because I might have been saying it wrong my whole life. That's fine. Um, you can check that and we'll continue... Talking about the bad movies. Oh my god, there's no S in there. How is there no S in there? Because that's not the name of the it's, holiday. It, yeah. Also, it came out in 93. Yeah. It, it, it reads a lot earlier, like... Yeah. Like late, yeah. Like, like late 80s, but... 
Whatever. No, it, yeah, it's Groundhog Day because it's the day with the groundhog. It, Groundhog's Day would be the day that belonged to the groundhog. Or by which th- might be more true in that particular instance of a movie. Yeah. <laughs> but or, that's or, neither here nor there. Or by the rules that Hollywood has set up, Groundhog's Day would be the sequel, right? <laughs> and then Groundhog Day after next. No, no it'd be Groundhog Days. <laughs> Would be the sequel, I think. Well, you'd have like a maybe Groundhog's Day would be like a spin-off animated flick where it's just following the groundhog during the events of Groundhog's Day, as he, although he does not have the like the the human intellect, still has to deal with like the the constant repetition of the same day, and he slowly goes mad without having true sentience. I don't. He seems pretty sentient. He understands when uh, was it Phil? Is his yeah, name I Phil, Phil Connors? Is, I, I think that's the character. When name. he's driving the truck with Puxatani Phil off the cliff, <laughs> the groundhog puppet reacts as if he knows that he's dying. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, ah! Oh, the Groundhog yeah. Puppet. I love Maybe. that movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that movie is a good movie, though, and that's not what we're here to talk about today. We're here to talk about every bad other Bill <laughs> but, Murray movie. But hey, but, but just think <laughs> Ghostbusters 1 is gold. <laughs> But just thinking about it, Ground- so stripes. Fuck off. Groundhog Day was. It's gonna take. When a was while the last time you watched it. the second half Jesus. of Stripes? Sorry. I'm trying to say something. Stop Sorry. talking over me. Groundhog's Day. Groundhog Day. It's gonna take me a long time to correct that. Jesus, I really heard Groundhog's Day my entire life. Groundhog Day is like the last film where a puppet. Was Hi there, Draft the Universe listeners. This is a little bit of a note from the editor. A correction, if you will. What you're hearing in the background right now is me going on a little bit of a tirade about puppets in popular films, especially during the 80s to early 90s period. I was as surprised as probably anybody else to learn that the movie Groundhog Day does not in fact use any puppets. Bill Murray got bit very badly and had to have rabies shots because they used real groundhogs. So, sorry about that. Now, without any further ado, I take you to the end of my ill-advised and inaccurate statement about puppets. Groundhog Day, I don't know that there was ever another time where, you know, like, brown fuzzy puppets really ran the scene quite as much. The Muppets? I mean, that's what you're going there for. Yeah, yeah. And also, I just checked, Caddyshack came out in 1980, so. Yeah, okay. They're both movies that feel older than they actually are. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, both Caddyshack and Groundhog Day, good movies. We're here to talk about bad movies. Yes. Um, I don't want to get too in-depth before we have a chance to draft. Uh, I'm sure we will come across things and talk about them as we get there. I don't know. I'm, I'm interested in seeing where our lines are drawn. I, I won't lie. I had a few different... Uh, themes uh, uh gambits i considered yeah uh, i will probably go over i have a gambit that i'm still kind of tempted to do but i know that i'm just my issue with it isn't that it's a bad gambit it's that i know i'm not going to watch these movies mm. like <laughs> i know that i don't have that in me uh particularly one of them i know i'm just not going to and it's one i haven't seen so i'm not gonna like read a wikipedia article and then try and talk about how good or bad something is mm-hmm. see i mean i could just go odd numbered star trek films <laughs> <laughs> it reverses at a certain point 
No, it with, doesn't. With, with the reboot series, I feel like it's the even number ones that are no good. Well, so you'd get one, three, uh, five. five. Uh, Seven is Generations. Generations, which... And then insur- Generations, and then you get Insurrection. Insurrection, which is not great. And then you get uh, Into Darkness. No. Or no. no, yeah. You'd get uh, 2009 and then... And then yeah, Beyond. Beyond, which so were good. The, so yeah, yeah, Beyond was the best of the three reboot movies, I feel. That's true. I re- did really enjoy the reimagining of a Starbase. That was really cool and really well done. And one of the things that I appreciate about the reboot Star Trek movies is that they do things that just weren't capable to be done with special effects of the time. Mm-hmm. So seeing something like that was really cool. Yeah, it's pretty rare for somebody to come kind of come back to the table. It's kind of like the James Cameron approach, right? Where you have a great story, but the technology is not there, and so you hold off, and then you uh, you sell like a fucking million tickets to Avatar, even though it's not a great film, but just because all of a sudden the tech is there. Yeah. Or uh, Sam Raimi, where it's hey, I've got more money to make a next the second Evil Dead movie. Let's just make the first one over again, but good. <laughs> <laughs> Or not not necessarily good, but with better effects. Better effects and <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's some more talk about good movies, or at the very least, mediocre movies. Let's get talking to some bad movies, Ben. Yeah, you've got first pick of this draft. I do have first pick, which oh man, I've got some I got some doozies on my list, <laughs> um, but I think I'm going to start off. With a movie that's very, very important to me. I hope it's my no-no pick. It might be your no-no pick. (laughs) Uh, Because you guys both know the story. Uh, (laughs) It's not my no-no pick. Tell your story. My second date with my wife was to see this movie. (laughs) And I am so lucky I got a third date. Because this was my second date with my wife. I'm taking Wolverine Origins. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. Such Ooh. a bad movie. Hooey. Has have you both seen Deadpool 2? Yes. Um, no, but I'm totally There's an after beyond... credits yeah. scene where he goes back in time. He gets a time machine at the end of the movie. Because cable, right? Okay. And he goes back to Wolverine Origins and kills himself as Deadpool <laughs> in Wolverine Origins. Yes. He also kills Ryan Reynolds when he gets the first draft for the Green Lantern movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is that great. after credit scene is worth the whole movie. Oh my god, it's so good. Make sure we put in like a spoiler alert. Eh, the movie's been out for like two months. Yeah, fair enough. I don't it people get butthurt about these things. I mean, I would settle for any strong kind of reaction to our podcast. <laughs> right? I have a feeling you felt something. Yeah. It was anger towards us. Speaking of which something. we really love making this podcast. We would really love to hear how this podcast makes people feel because we get, we see the number of listens it's getting and nobody talks to us. And so it's creating this cognitive dissonance for me where I kind of feel like maybe um, maybe like a bunch of silent robots are watching our podcast. Mm-hmm. I know? mean, that would make sense. The, the commissioner has eyes everywhere. I guess so. Do you think maybe that the commissioner just listens to our podcast a couple hundred times every time. I mean, that means I know where the commissioner lives. <laughs> Thank you, SoundCloud. You think he isn't using a VPN? Yeah, he man. He is. And the worst part is, because of, you know, distinct downloads, 
no matter how many of the electric ladies listen, it only counts as one. Yeah, because and we're on the same Wi-Fi as them. So. Oh, jeez, man. Yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, to the internet, we're all the same IP address here in the bunker. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Chris, second pick, second pick. What oh. do you have that can touch Wolverine Origins? <clears throat> Shooting me in the head with a adamantium bullet. <laughs> uh, so. I also, like Ben, have a number of doozies on my list. Um, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go with something that might surprise the two of you, but might also not surprise the two of you. It's a little film put out in 1984 by David Lynch. I'm drafting Dune. <laughs> God damn it! I am the world's uh, maybe maybe most enthusiastic on podcast uh, Dune film, but. I can I can admit this film is awful. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little uh, a little quote here from uh, from Ebert Roger Ebert. This movie is a real mess, an incomprehensible, ugly, unstructured, pointless excursion into the murkier realms of one of the most confusing screenplays of all time. That baroque sentence, with all of its little twists and turns, doesn't even come close to describing how weird this one is. And Dune is my favorite sci-fi franchise, maybe one of my favorite fictional franchises. This is a terrible entry into it. Is this the Sting one? It's the Sting yeah, one. It's the Wait, Sting. so and David Lynch? David Lynch did did a movie, and then the guy who played the the FBI agent from uh, Twin Peaks did a different one. No, 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 no. same movie. That's oh, the that's the same movie. movie. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, um, Kyle MacLachlan. Yes. That Kyle yes. MacLachlan and Sting are both on that on that film. Okay. Um, uh, along with. Um, Jean-Luc Picard himself. Patrick Stewart. Yeah, Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Stewart. Um, and it was made by David Lynch. David Lynch has disavowed this film. He doesn't do that. In principle, he doesn't do two things. Number one, he doesn't explain his films, right? I don't know if you've ever, ever watched an interview with David Lynch. He's fucking great on the mic, right? Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's just like, somebody will be like, hey, could you explain the symbolism in this? He'd be like, no. Just like, <laughs> oh, great, David Lynch. There's a there's a fucking 10-minute YouTube video where he just makes himself some, like, rice, basically, and talks about life, except that most of the most of it is just him smoking outside waiting for his rice to cook. Um, and there's another video where he talks about how if you try to watch a movie on your fucking iPad, you will never have the full experience. It's just such a sadness, I'm quoting him. It's a him. fucking tragedy. It's a fucking tragedy. Um... <laughs> And so David Lynch, David Lynch doesn't bow to, to just anybody. He has disavowed this film. He doesn't want to think that this film ever happened. So that's why I'm going with Dune. As I said, perhaps surprising, perhaps unsurprising. All right. I, I'd say unsurprising. I, I wish I would have drafted this. I was expecting one of you guys to come come for me, right? Yeah. I wasn't expecting you to take it. <laughs> Let alone you didn't get a chance to pick. yet. Yeah, I haven't even had a chance to draft yet. Right. Um, okay, so I got two in a row, and this has happened to me like twice before <laughs> this. It's been a long time since I've gotten two of picks in a row, so I'm a little uh, I'm a little betwixt myself here. Uh, Are you? Are you going to turn that around somehow? Are you torn? Yeah, that's what I was going to do, but I, could, I couldn't remember the original. I could only remember Burnt. Man, our, our, our tiny little universe is kind of just imploding upon itself now. I don't remember the originals of what we've talked about, only the things that we've created out of those originals. 
Speaking of things created out of originals that were fucking miserable for my first pick of the bad movie draft, I'm taking Battlefield Earth. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Battlefield Earth, that is based on the Scientology book? Um, it is based on a book by L. Ron Hubbard, who wrote Dianetics and founded Scientology. Battlefield Earth itself, as far as I know, is not a Scientology book. It might be tangentially Scientology related. I mean, okay, so at, at the beginning of Battlefield Earth, I have not seen it. I do know that, I do know that Val Kilmer is in it and he's a terrible, right? Um, no, no, John Travolta. John Travolta. John Travolta, that's it. I get them mixed up sometimes. But does a disclaimer play at the beginning of the film saying this is based on true events that have yet to happen? Because that would be wild. <laughs> um, I've seen Battlefield Earth when it originally came out in theaters. Yeah. Um, I was in school. That was a while ago. I don't remember if there's a disclaimer. Um, I may or may not attempt watching the full three and a half hour epic again. Yeah. Oh, Oh. oh, it's bad. (laughs) What happened to Barry Pepper? There was a minute there when he was like about to break through. I imagine Battlefield Earth happened to Barry Pepper. Yeah, that's... Um, So, that's... Barry Pepper. That's that's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah, it is. Um, and for my next pick, I'm gonna take something that's a little more fun. Something I did find a single good thing in, okay. which I cannot really say about Battlefield Earth, but it's still a terrible fucking movie. I'm gonna take Dragon Ball Evolution. You found a redeeming feature in that. <laughs> I I watched that with you, I think in college. We might have seen it together in college. I I, I went. I saw it in theaters. Okay. Um. I watched it. I watched it on the couch in your apartment, and I remember, um, like, physical. It's just bursts, right? This is like a, a, a yeah. memory. I remember like physical pain, and I remember being asleep. <laughs> I don't know if the movie put me to sleep or if it was we watched it late at night. But that movie did not go down well. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I have never seen the movie, but I owned the score. <laughs> so not not like a soundtrack, but like the score on a CD. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Don't know how I obtained it, but I ended up with that and the score to Live Free or Die Hard. And they they were just like things I could put on while I'm driving that just... They were literally (laughs) background music. All right. Oh, God. Man, I I always forget that before there was, um, like, the wide availability of music on the internet, you had to have CDs for something. Yeah. And if you pick out 60 to 80 (laughs) minutes of music to listen to consecutively (laughs) if you didn't want to fumble around with it. But more than that, like, the fact that, like, if you had the minutest interest in this and it just got to you, you would end up buying a CD for something that would make other people judge you really hard. Um, I own the Mystery Men soundtrack. <laughs> That's, uh, uh, I, I don't remember what songs are on there. Um, All Star by Smash Mouth is on there. Basically, All Star by Smash Mouth was the There's soundtrack good for tunes. every single, like, pop comedy film that summer that it came out. Also, that summer... 
I won an MVP trophy in my softball league, and so it was my personal anthem. I'm totally not being ironic about that. It was my jam. And then later on in life, when it became a meme, I was actually a little hurt because I was like, this represents a very nice memory for me. Smash um, Mouth, not afraid to license. It's true. <laughs> no, um, what else might also represent a very fond memory for you is your second pick, Chris. Yes, what you got? I'm going to quote the director of my second pick. Um, I've got this pulled up just because it was great. Okay. Uh, so the director uh, for this uh, referred to this film as a Disney propaganda film and a Costa Gravas Michael Moore movie. Um, and he added, Now I'm seen as the bad guy who brought AIDS to Africa or the guy who caused the financial crisis. My name is all over this mess, and apparently I am a propaganda guy making films for corrupt people. This is the film that was commissioned by FIFA about FIFA. Oh, yeah. <laughs> United Passions is my second uh, pick. Tim Roth, the leader, the lead uh, star of this film, um, has come out and stated basically that he regrets doing it. He did it exclusively for the money. And the box office for this film in America, $968. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> um, it's... Yeah, it's it's just bad. It's it's a it's a really bad. Hold on, I'm, I'm gonna make, ver, verify. Sorry, nine hundred and eighteen dollars. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the movie made by all the people that were like almost immediately afterwards fired because they stole shit tons of money. The movie was being made while they were being indicted on corruption charges. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh. This is, uh, I mean, to to quote Hamilton a little bit. This would be the equivalent of, uh, instead of writing your way out, you bought your way out. All right. Ben. Okay. Man, and we've got some good ones here, guys. Uh, and there are some some real interesting picks left. I have to, I've got my my comic book movie, and I've got I've got a, a thing in my head. Now I need my video game movie. I hope this was directed by Yui Bull. It was not. Ugh. Final Fantasy Spirits Within? No. Actually, not that bad of... We'll, we'll get into that later. <laughs> we'll get into that later. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm picking a movie that has a... F I'm sure a lot of people from our generation have a fondness for it, but it is so bad. Almost. Okay. I'm taking... Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> Mortal Kombat! <laughs> A movie so bad, Christopher Lambert wouldn't be in it. And he was in like nine Highlander movies. <laughs> Including Highlander 2. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> a movie so bad they had to be like Christopher Lambert's not here. Let's get Dexter's dad. Uh, <laughs> oh man! Uh, a movie that only two of the original cast returned for. <laughs> it uh. is beyond terrible, and it's real sad when you look through the uh, IMDb for it because a not insignificant number of the cast members, they're. IMD picture, IMDb picture is them from this movie, like in costume, uh, and it's yeah. just, oh, this was your one thing. 
So, and it looks like it was filmed in a backyard. <laughs> Did, um, so, if I'm remembering correctly, they killed off Johnny Cage in the first film? No. No? They killed him off 90 seconds into the second film. Okay. Was that because he wouldn't agree to do more than 90 seconds of this film? I think it was because, uh, well, they clearly did not have a problem recasting everybody. Yeah. Uh. Oh, was he the last original cast member that they couldn't just kind of, like, wrap their minds around? No. Like, I believe I'm not incorrect when I say two people. Yeah. Uh, from that move, from the first movie, we're in the second movie, um... And their way of dealing with, hey, we're not recasting Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage isn't in Mortal Kombat 3, so we'll just kill him off. Which, Johnny Cage wasn't in Mortal Kombat 3 because the uh, the motion capture guy tried to unionize with the other people and be like, hey, these games are making a shit ton of money, we should make more. <laughs> and they were like, no, you're all fired, now we're just making a bunch of different colored ninjas, and no one can tell. Which, you know, for Colored Ninjas. Shitty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's the worst origin story for Smoke I ever heard. All right, you got another pick, Ben. All right. Oh, that movie is legitimately it's bad. bad. It's bad. Okay. So, I've got my comic book movie. I've got my uh, video game movie. Now, I'm going to go with my uh, late 80s, early 90s uh, uh, beefcake action hero movie. I'm taking Judge Dredd. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm taking, I'm taking my Stallone movie. I'm taking a movie that you forget how much Rob Schneider is in that movie. It is Wait, not Rob? an insignificant amount. Rob Schneider? <laughs> yes. He is uh, Judge Dredd's uh, hapless sidekick throughout the entire film. Uh, he gets arrested in the first scene. Uh, they end up getting imprisoned together, and they escape together, and then he's helping uh, Judge Dredd throughout the rest of the film. Uh, and he's the one who teaches J Dredd that, you know, sometimes... Uh, he's too strict and he doesn't have any, uh, flexibility in his life. And Judge Dredd learns a lesson, which, from what I understand about the comic books, is completely antithetical to the Judge Dredd character. Yeah. Uh, he does not learn lessons. Nope. All right, the law. Uh, that was a good pick. I am the law. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 3 a.m. Do you know where your law is? <laughs> I, I am the law. <laughs> Chris? Chris, pick your movies. Oh, boy. Movie. Movie. I only get to go one at a time, and that is... Uh, it's crippling, isn't it? It's Yeah, it's tough, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it sucks. Mm -hmm. But it's okay. okay. I mean, you can, you'll find your way, and you, you don't have to worry about picking back to back. You get you get a time to think about it. You also get to like snipe from everyone. So there, it's it's. A, I don't. I in general, I decide what I want, and I don't really adjust my strategy based on what you guys are picking. That mostly because you you've never like come after me, and so I don't really retaliate. But mostly, like I decide that that there is something that I want to be weird about, and then I get that thing. 
<laughs> Most of the time, you guys let me have it. So, Chris, what do you want to be weird about now? I'm expecting a little bit of a fight about this, um, but I'll just put it out there. I'm drafting, should this bunker allow it, Jingle All the Way. No, Jingle All the Way is a good movie. Yeah, I don't know what you think he's doing. Jingle All the Way is a fun movie. It's the greatest movie ever made. I think that Jingle All the Way, we might have built it up into a film that is you much did this. better. <laughs> you did you this. You can have Jingle All the Way too. I haven't seen it, but I assume it's terrible. <laughs> Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll cool. take Jingle all the way, too. Yeah. I really just wanted one road into the Turboverse, and you've just given it to me. So okay. thank you. Okay. I'm just excited because this might mean one of us has actually seen Jingle all the way, too. <laughs> oh, fuck no. I'm not watching that. <laughs> it's, I mean, when we do draft the Turboverse this December. I will say... This means you will also get to experience the complete desolate wasteland that is the Jingle All the Way to Wikipedia page as you do your research. <laughs> All right, Ben. Uh, Jafar, pick your movies. I'm going to. You had me worried for a minute when you were talking about a video game movie because yeah, I, mean, I have a video game movie on my list I mean, they're, that they're I wanted to get. Really bad. I wanted to get the movie that was so bad it killed Raw Julia. Oh, that movie is real bad. It's it's Street Fighter. <laughs> the movie is a fucking mess. That is one of the 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 first movies I remember when I because I rented that movie a lot, and then I hit that age where you finally can just realize something's actually not good. <laughs> yeah, it's real bad. For a while, you're just like it's a movie, <laughs> and then you go you're watching it and it's just oh. No, this is this is a complete disaster of a movie. It's yeah. real bad. <laughs> yep. So also kind of spreading out my bases here. I've got a lot of adaptations. Everything I've drafted is an adaptation right now. Um, so I think it's time to shift into something a little bit more original. I'm going to take the worst Christmas movie ever made. Santa's sleigh. Are you sure that you're you don't you don't want to take Ginger Dead Man? Are you sure you don't want to take Christmas with the Cranks? <laughs> um, have you seen Santa's sleigh? Because Bill Goldberg running around killing people—it's S L A Y. Oh, I believe you. <laughs> but Ginger Dead Man has a gingerbread man killing people, and he's voiced by Gary, Gary Busey. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I remember watching that. In, Which um, is the one with the yeah. murderous snowman. Oh, that would be Jack Frost. That's Killer Frost or Killer something. Frost? Jack Frost is like a kid's movie. That's, with that's Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton trying to re, re, uh, <laughs> oh, I reconnect with his kids. Snowmen look very similar. They look yeah. very similar. Only in, one in my of head. them. I always assumed that one was just a very dark sequel to the other. Yeah. <laughs> I just know that the, the one where the snowman comes back as a killer, they flub the post-killing the monster line and just left it in the film. <laughs> so it's... Earlier in the movie, they make a joke that's how do you tell a snowman from a snow woman? Snowballs. <laughs> but then they kill it, and it's like, how do you tell a snowman from a no snow woman? No balls. It's like, that wasn't the joke that you set up earlier, <laughs> but you did not take another take. Uh, <laughs> yep. what um, is, oh, <laughs> my favorite part of Lost uh, trivia there. What did one snowman say to the other? 
Can you smell carrots? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, carrots. That was the pun in, in plain sight for the entirety of Lost's run. <laughs> so you're picking... Santa's sleigh. Santa's sleigh. Yeah, oh, man. Okay. Because, you know, WCW, Bill Goldberg, known for his great takes on the mic and his acting ability. Oh, yeah. That movie is so bad. Chris, it's to you? Yes, it is. Once more into the fray. Yeah, I, I, I initially I was not intending on taking this, but I feel like I need something. Uh, I need something a little lighthearted. You know, need something a little flamboyant, um, you know. So I'm going with Batman and Robin. <laughs> also oh, on my man. list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so Tim Burton created this Batman universe uh, where Batman was kind of like a, you know, like an antisocial, uh, very cartoony, sociopathic kind of killer. Yeah, very... Like, like he, he, he doesn't have the same kind of respect for safety and human life. And he's kind of like a little creepy almost. Right. Um, Joel Schumacher comes along after, after a, a return to that universe and says, the thing that I think is missing right now is a shit ton of neon. It's <laughs> a shit ton of neon. Um, why isn't everybody dressed in neon? Also, um, <laughs> there's not enough leopard print uh, in in the costuming here. And um, wow, those bat those Batman suits—they're awfully bland. A lot of black, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And it just—it hits its crescendo in Batman and Robin, with the advent of the black and silver, infamous. Batman suit with the bat nipples. <laughs> bat nipples, man. Um, <laughs> um, and George Clooney, who was the best Bruce Wayne probably to ever play the role, the role. Maybe, maybe, but argu- but arguably not. In, no, inarguably the worst Batman actor. Um, he, oh, he could. He just did not really understand the <laughs> the reason that people watch Batman. So I'm headed into that neon drenched hellscape. Um, Hopefully I will return with a nugget of um, comedy. The last time I watched it, I think I gave up halfway through. Well, Chris, that was an ice pick. (laughs) Oh, 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 Ben, just say anything else, please. (laughs) Well, don't we need to cool down after that pick? Ben, just (laughs) pick your make make your fucking pick. Okay, so I've got, I've got. A method to my madness for this. I, I went with my comic book movie. I went with my video game movie. I went with my 80s action hero movie. Uh, even though, like, it was the 90s, which is part of why it's so bad. Mm-hmm. It's why, I, you know, you don't take Cobra. You know, you take Judge Dredd. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. You got a sci-fi movie coming up? I've got. Oh, man, this movie's bad. I've got. My, uh, also 80s going into the 90s, a You Forget These Guys Were Action Heroes movie. You forget how many movies Michael Bane was the star of. Alright. I'm Bane. Yes, that's my name. Different Bane. (laughs) But, you know, he wasn't just Kyle Reese in Terminator. Uh, he wasn't, uh... Uh, just uh, the star of one of my favorite TV shows, uh, The Magnificent Seven. 
uh, he starred in another Navy recruitment uh, film that tried to capitalize off the same uh, uh, feeling as Top Gun alongside Charlie Sheen. I'm taking the film Navy Seals. Oh, it's a bad movie. It is. I don't think I've seen it. Oh, man. It's trying so hard to be Top Gun, but... <laughs> for the Navy. <laughs> well, to, uh, Top Gun was also for the Navy. Yeah, They were but, naval, naval aviators. Yeah, but it wasn't really for the Navy. Yeah. No one, no one watched Top Gun and went, oh, I'm going to go sign up for the Navy, even though they were naval aviators. Yeah. But uh, everybody is just like, hey, you know how Tom Cruise was charming, even though he was dangerous and on the edge? What if we get a drugged up Charlie Sheen to try and do that? And <laughs> an actor who is charming and dangerously on the edge yeah. in real life. And it's it's one of those weird things where uh the the cast is surprisingly deep, but they don't utilize any of it. So, you know, you you also get uh Bill Paxton and Dennis Haysbert in there. Uh, and they're they're trying, but it's just real bad. <laughs> you know when when you get Tom Cruise mourning the death of Goose, and he's you know throwing his dog tags off the side of a of a moving aircraft carrier. That's just devastating. When you get Charlie Sheen throwing a hissy fit in a pizza parlor. It doesn't carry the same weight, <laughs> especially he then drunk drives his car home, and you're just like, "Ooh, 1990." <laughs> that was an ad lib. <laughs> He's supposed to be our hero, <laughs> and he got you know the president from 24 murdered, and then drunk drive home. <laughs> oh, listen, this draft is kind of exhausting a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Ben, your last pick. Last pick. We're in round five. This is this is the last one I get to take. Um, that is what last pick means. Yes. Yeah, I've I've <laughs> so I've I've done you know my comic book, video game, eighties meathead, eighties uh, Michael Bane movie, romance. No, the last one you got to take if you're taking a bad movie is a Michael Bane movie. Just any of them. Not just any of them. We can make a random number generator. <laughs> I'm taking a very specific one because it's legitimately bad. But God, I love it. I'm taking Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys 2 is a great movie, you Bad Boys 2 is a good movie. You can't take that. <laughs> you, can't, uh, you can take Bad Boys 1 because that did not come out great the first time. But Bad Boys 2, <laughs> Bad Boys 2 is a good movie. You can't take and that's it. not just because Jafar and I are huge Edgar Wright fans. And we, and we love the movie Hot Fuzz. It's, we do love the movie Hot Fuzz, but no. Bad man. Boys Two has a twenty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It is a bad movie. No, no, Bad Boys Two is not a bad movie. You can like it. It is a bad movie. No, no, no. It this, is objectively a this, bad movie. This isn't like Rocky Horror, like where I can acknowledge. Roger it's a bad Ebert movie. gave it one out of four stars. It is a twenty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It is. By every conceivable measure, a bad movie. It's a 6.6 .6 on IMDb. Yeah. It's got a 92% approval rating from Google users. Yeah, that's because millennials love it. Well, who are you at the table with? It's not a bad movie. Make another pick. No, I'm... I'm Rotten Tomatoes you're, gave it 23%. You're outvoted. 
no, I'm not. I'm not going to accept this because it is legitimately a crap movie. <sighs> okay. They get to okay. Cuba, and there is another fifty minutes of that movie. Okay. Do we want to? Do we want to talk about this? I think that I didn't receive Jingle All the Way. I had to take Jingle All the Way too. And I think that the fair standard here is that both of you guys seem to think the Jingle All the Way was great. And, I would agree. And because Jafar and I think that Bad Boys 2 is great, you should take Bad Boys 3. It's not out yet. <laughs> I don't care. You can watch the trailers. But yeah, bad, the original Bad Boys, 42% on Rotten Tomatoes. The original Bad Boys is not as good. Bad Boys 2 is money. I'm just, I'm curious. Listen, you can shake your tail feather over to a different pick. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Jingle All the Way is a 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. You know what? Retroactively, you can take that one, Chris. <laughs> Are you okay with that, Jafar? Because oh. I would like to take the original. Oh, I don't want... Ben. ben is only doing this to get what he wants. He's not doing it because he thinks you deserve it. He still thinks Jingle All the Way is a good movie. No, I don't. But Chris does. <laughs> Yeah, this is a tough one. You gonna you gonna cave to terrorism over here? Because that's what's happening right now. Oh, I wasn't going to, and then you tried to peer pressure me, and I always go the opposite direction. Do it, Chris. Ben is you know you literally want to. Trump walling you right now. Ben is about to give me jingle all the way. He's not taking anything away from me. I'm getting jingle all the way out of this uh. deal. How can you can you sweeten the pot for me? <laughs> Can I sweeten the pot for you? All of a sudden, I'm a swing vote. I feel very important right now. <laughs> Fuck both of you. <laughs> okay, so hold on a second. Colluding. No, hold right on a second. Now. Okay, so let's say I get Jingle All the Way, a movie that I thought is good. Well, I thought it was bad, but but I but it's bad. Good, right? Um, ben wants Bad Boys Two, which movie. is a bad movie. I just love it. And we and we consider it a good movie. What if what if we allow you to take one movie that isn't as bad as it sounds? Maybe you can upgrade one of those if you'd like. <laughs> what? Well, no. What, let's 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 go through your picks real real quick. No, you know what? I'm not gonna let Jafar go through and redo everything. If 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 you guys want to go through and redo everything, yeah. If if you guys. Even though it is objectively and critically a bad movie. I like Bad Boys 2. I like Jingle All the Way. And I think they're both not bad movies. But if y'all want your picks, fucking take them. That's fine. Let's, we can move on with our I, lives. I, I, I can take something else. No, I no, just... no, Ben. You got Bad Boys 2. Chris, all right. you got Jingle All the Way. Enjoy it, motherfuckers. I will. I mean, I'm sorry that, that this is getting so aggro right now, but... It's fine, Chris. <laughs> I repick. <laughs> okay. It's okay, Chris. We ride together. We die together. You know, I'm going to give you something, Jafar. I'm going to give you something that probably you and Ben have both wanted from me for years. I'm going to take my own no-no pick. What? What? So I'm gonna, I want you to hazard a guess as to what my no-no pick is. Because I, this was a movie that... You both considered bad, but I consider excellent. And I'm, I'm about to take it, because I'm, I, I will see it. It's probably not as good as I've always made it out to be. I, is it a movie we've watched together? Almost certainly. Quills? 
Oh wow, no, that's that's a, okay. That's a good movie, is it? But it's not suitable for discussion on this podcast. We're not talking about quilts on this podcast. That's for Chris's other podcast. Hey, that's not out yet. That's that's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I do that podcast, my name will not be attached to it. That's probably a good idea. I mean, I believe in ARGs though, so I'll leave this one breadcrumb here. It's like my if I make this other secret podcast in which I will almost certainly use an alias. You can fucking believe that. Um, by I, by the coin productions. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. It is not going to be associated with my identity in any way. It's going to be a great podcast, but that will, that podcast will okay, feature. Okay. Okay. I, I, what the suspense is killing me. What's your no, no pick. I'm going to pick as my last pick in our worst movies draft, bad movies draft. What I consider to be the pinnacle of Kevin Costner films. <laughs> For years, I have been um, defending this film as an excellent film. Okay. The problem here is you've defended every Kevin Costner film for years. This could be Mr. Brooks. This could be The Postman. It's not. It's Waterworld. It's Waterworld. We're going to the fucking ocean, man. Paper. <laughs> Never seen paper. paper before. <laughs> oh, I. Oh, I Kim thought Coates, about, you're better I than thought that. about putting Waterworld on my list. To be perfectly honest. Okay, I, I want you to know it hurt me to have to draft it, but I did end up with something that I really love. So, I mean, take it, man. So that's that's my um my concession to you, Jafers. After many years of defending that film, I I like Waterworld too. So <laughs> you're not. It's Ben. That's it's fine. Okay. Okay. So my last pick. None of these movies on our list, on any of our lists, tried to be bad, right? I think we can say that about uh, whether or not they actually were bad. I'm looking at you, Jingle, all the way in Bad Boys 2. Regardless, right now, <laughs> none of these movies actively tried to be bad. That's true. And my last pick is a movie that did exactly that. My last pick is a movie that has... Um, Characters with such names as White She-Devil. Um, it is a movie that features a, a spy watch loaded with hot sauce. God damn it. <laughs> um, it is oh. a movie that features Neil Patrick Harris ripping someone's spine out of their body. <laughs> See, when you said earlier we were talking and you said Neil Patrick Harris ripping somebody's spine out, I didn't know what you said. For some reason, Spy Watch with Hot Sauce, now I know the movie you're talking about. And that movie is, of course... Undercover brother. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that there movie is, is awful. There was this moment of, uh, of, I don't know what to call it, but in the 90s, there was like this movie, um, there was uh, Pootie Tang. You remember that? Yeah. There was this uh, moment. Pootie Tang is an interesting movie, but Pootie Tang does not feature the line, oh shit, it's Macy Gray with pork chop sideburns. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Oh, man. <laughs> or, or for that matter, behind every black man is a, and then being interrupted by the police or probable cause <laughs> before he can say a great black woman. God. Was this, I love was, Undercover Brother. Was this time in 90s cinema kind of like the Harlem anti-Renaissance? Um, I mean, Undercover Brother is a straight-up blaxploitation ripoff. I watched it the last week. In preparation for this draft, figuring okay. it was a pretty safe bet. 
to watch it in advance. Oh, jeez. Um, and I noticed all kinds of stuff in this movie I didn't when it first came out in 2002 and any subsequent viewings I may have had since then. Um, stuff like um, changing outfits in between quick takes. Um, stuff like uh, there's a scene where uh, Eddie Griffin is having a conversation with... Um, I don't remember who he's talking to, but they're like standing outside of his car and it's like cutting back and forth between them. And then it cuts to them inside the car for a line of dialogue <laughs> and then cuts to them back outside of the car afterwards. And you can only really see it in the edging of the frame. It's, oh, it's so well done. And it, but it's so well done to be terrible, which is what they were trying to do with it. Um, so I'm really, I'm really excited to get to talk about that movie more. My only problem is I think somebody did it better with Black Dynamite. I haven't seen Black Dynamite. Oh, Jesus. Black Dynamite <laughs> is amazing. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, let's, I think it's a, we can logical motion in towards our, uh, yeah. Well, let our me just give, now. give one point about Black Dynamite, which is along the same exact lines you were talking about. Uh, there is a fight scene in it where Black Dynamite is fighting some thug. Uh, and you can tell the, cause the choreography is like on purpose bad. Okay. And then the extra guy punches Michael Jai White, who's black dynamite. And he stops the fight scene and just like stares at the guy. And then there's just a strong cut. And that is the fight scene continuing with a different actor in the same <laughs> clothes as the other guy. <laughs> That's pretty good, but does Black Dynamite have two distinct references to The Last Dragon? I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Black Dynamite, <laughs> legitimately a great movie. I rented it one time, and I and the disc was real scratched up. So <laughs> Makes I, it better. <laughs> well, but I couldn't tell what was the movie just changing tone randomly, and what was I missed a scene. <laughs> and it, I don't think I missed that much. <laughs> I've since rewatched it, but oh man, it is great. We should watch that movie. All right, All but right. let's go into uh, our honorable, honorable mentions. mentions. Well, first, do we want to go over our no-no picks? Um, we can go over our no-no picks. Chris, we saw yours. Ben, yep. Uh, mine. I'm. I I guess you guys might have avoided this one because of the closeness to uh, cult classics. Uh, mine was Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, right. It's a bad movie, it's but I love so it bad. too much. I love it too much. As an as, as somebody who was uh, um, <laughs> as somebody who went to an art college, I didn't want to call myself an artist. I'm a creative person. I had an art education, right? Um, that film is very interesting. Now that doesn't mean that it is good, but it also doesn't mean that it is bad. I think that there's a ton going on in that film. There's a lot in yeah. that movie. Yeah, there's a lot going on with like art theory that most people like. I mean, granted, it's over its own head it's up its own ass oh 100 right? but there's a lot of really cool things going on in that yeah like meatloaf for dinner um <laughs> my no no pick ben mm -hmm. oh ben <laughs> what it's upside down dude oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh from justin to kelly from justin to kelly only one person at this table loves Kelly Clarkston more than her husband, I assume. I considered hate drafting it. <laughs> from, from the time period when people signed their text messages. Because that is what that is a reference to. Justin signed his text messages from Justin to Kelly. Oh, wow. 
Okay, so uh, honorable mention, bad movies, Justin and Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> um, I love Kelly Clarkson. She's amazing. I've seen her in concert. That movie is bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, was expecting to, I was expecting some fight from you on that. Oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some honorable mentions. Um, I thought about taking Eurotrip. That, <laughs> yeah, that is real bad. Sure. Eurotrip's real bad. Um, I thought about taking Whip It. Okay. Um, which is a movie that I enjoy, but is pretty miserable mm-hmm. um, as far as being a movie. Um, Zardoz. I'm sure it was on at least one of your lists. <laughs> yeah. Um, I very narrowly did not take that as my last pick. <laughs> uh, Howard the Duck. Oh, God, oh yeah. Um, AI, uh, Star Trek The Final Frontier, um, Narcosis. Okay, Star Trek The Final Frontier is not the worst. Er. You want to you think about that for a minute? It's the worst one, dude. Yeah, it's it so is. so bad. What, what does God, God need, need with, with a starship? starship? <laughs> it's so bad. Which I'm super proud. I came up with a Star Trek trivia team name. What does God need with a trivia team? <laughs> we'll get to use that one day. And then the movie that I almost took last but didn't, or second to last rather, because last was always going to be Undercover Brother, was um, Jack and Jill. Oh, the Adam yeah. Sandler movie where he plays himself and his sister. Uh, and it is uh, an hour and bad. a half of product placement. It's real bad. Um, yeah. Besides that, I almost did a gambit, but I decided it was not in the spirit of the game, so I didn't. Um, my gambit was going to be taking good movies that have bad in the title. Um, uh. So, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, Bad Boys 2, uh, was legitimately on my list. Um, super bad. Mm. Not not the best, but fits. Uh, bad news bears. Bad grandpa. Um, if you took bad the, Santa over bad grandpa. If but. you took the uh, the Billy Bob Thornton bad news bears, I would have let you take it. Um, <laughs> I had tried. To, I had looked at it and gone, maybe I can make this bad movies. And um, there's three original <laughs> bad news bears movies before the remake. Ooh. And the last one is bad news bears go to Japan. Yes. I assume that's miserable. <laughs> it came out the same year as one of the like later Police Academy sequels. I assume they did them at the same time to save money. How many <laughs> how many Billy Bob Thornton films ended up with bad in the title? Because Bad News Bears and Bad Santa both... And Bill- Bad Santa too. Yeah. <laughs> both Billy um, Bob Thornton. <laughs> uh, I also, Chris, the piece de resistance of uh, that draft and that pronunciation was slayed on purpose Yes, for you was a Canadian buddy cop movie about an Ontario cop and a Quebecois cop having to work together called Bon Cop, Bad Cop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wouldn't fuck, it be Bon Cop, Mal Cop? Well, it's... <laughs> it would, oh, it's one of them is, is French Canadian, oh, okay. the other is just Canadian. Yeah. Gotcha. So, um, but I couldn't find a copy of that to watch, <laughs> well, which and, is one of the reasons I didn't get to do that. And I think... As we had Justin Trudeau on the last draft, you know, let's let's be nice to Canada for a minute. Oh yeah, well it's just the the title was too good to not look into. I don't even know if it's a good movie or a bad movie, which is why another reason why I didn't go with that route. Um, <laughs> 2006, 78% from Rotten Tomatoes. So, <laughs> all right, Chris, what were your honorable mentions? Oh man. I'm just so, Bond Cop, Bad Cop I've now. Got, I've got to, I've got to find and, pop, and purchase this movie now. Um, uh, okay, it's, you can order the disc from Netflix. Like anybody actually does that anymore. My honorable mentions. Um, so I, I actually 
I had intended on taking a different Kevin Cosner film. Um, uh, I think that Waterworld is legitimately great. I was willing to kind of like seed that to take it as my uh, <laughs> as my own no no pick. Uh, the Postman, another film that uh, I've been defending for years. It's got some issues. Um, <laughs> it's this really bizarre story about a post apocalyptic America in which. The, somehow the postal service is what rallies humanity towards its salvation. I don't know that it. I think it stretches believability now even more than when it came out. Um, and then I have a Don Bluth film uh, with with arguably one of the better soundtracks of the nineties. Hazard a guess? No. No. You don't don't want to guess. Don't nope. want to guess. I don't know who you're who that is. Jafar, it has a a number on on the soundtrack from one of your favorite bands from that time period. Power Man 5000. Ah. Yeah. Honorable mention goes to Titan AE, <laughs> which <laughs> I really loved as a kid and it did not hold up. Zardoz of course was on my list. Um and uh the last one and I'm still thinking that maybe I should have taken this uh taken this um, so there's a lot of SNL movies. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them are okay. You talk about the Pat movie? I'm talking about It's Pat the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't take that ultimately because I did not want to fucking watch it. I understand. It's, it's, I've seen it. It's miserable. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I need to, I need to jump in here for a second. Okay. Oh? So Bone Cop, Bad Cop 1 got a sequel last year. Oh, snap. Yep, I noticed that too. Two, without looking, Chris, it is one of the highest grossing Canadian films of all time. (laughs) How much do you think it made at box office? Give me a guess. I'm going to give you plus or minus Uh, $5 million on this guess. U.S. or Canadian dollars? U.S. dollars. I'm going to say 110. 110? Yeah. So $110 million? So you've got uh, 105 to 115 million. 27 million dollars. 12. 12 million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh boy. So here's the thing. Canada exports all of its good movie stars. Um it's just a thing that happens. It's just it's like I miss it's like oh wow, one of the highest grossing $12 billion? That seems like a... Wait a minute. Highest grossing. Count again. Oh. <laughs> okay, so in a similar situation with Chris, where I'm going to watch these movies before we do the debates, yeah. this movie is one that is real bad, and I've watched it, and I did not want to have to watch it again, because it's freaking miserable. Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> yeah, that stopped me from drafting Manos. Yeah. That stopped me oh, from God. drafting The Room. That stopped... Well, The Room I could probably watch again. You know what? Just um, the mention of, of that movie, I am, like, having a visceral flashback to, to not liking watching it. Like, I remember, like, where I was, and I remember just being like, when is this going to fucking stop? Does everybody like this? Am I crazy? <laughs> and it was a moment of cognitive dissonance um, that, oh. Yeah, I watched it for a course in college, and it was one of those things where everybody saw, we're watching Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. 
how can this be bad? Like, it's not going to be good, but it can't be bad. Oh, and then you so you bad. tell everybody, like, oh, man, in, in this class I'm in, like, we're watching these other, you know, movies, but we're also watching Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. And like, ooh, I didn't know that that was a movie. And then after you see it, you're just like, this is the most miserable thing I've ever seen. There are some movies that are too miserable to draft. Like... Um, Narcosis. I, yeah. The film that made Jay literally sick. Yeah, our friend Jay yeah. vomited because of that movie. But, like, there's a film, I think I mentioned it on the podcast. I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before um, called Rubber Face by Jim Carrey that is mm-hmm. unbearable because you expect that even a bad film by Jim Carrey is going to be kind of like kitsch and like fun in its own right. And it's not. It's just bad. Well, speaking of Jim Carrey, another per- uh, movie on my list, the number twenty-three. Oh yeah, I read is about this. Real bad. I own a copy. If you want to watch it, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> is that also Jim Carrey? You said? It is Jim yeah. Carrey. I remember that. And he is a private investigator hunting uh, a murderer, and there's all these signs to the number twenty-three, and it fi- and it the surprise big reveal to like a twelve-year-old movie is that he was the killer and. Yeah. Had amnesia and forgot about it and rebuilt his life. It's kind of like if somebody took the movies Pie by Darren Aronofsky. Spoilers, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) If somebody took the movie Pie by Darren Aronofsky and Seven and was like, hey, let's mash this together and let's fuck it. Jim Carrey. (laughs) Just like, (laughs) and and what what results from that is just like, it tries to be so smart. And it's not. Yeah, and it's not. I mean, I ended up, <laughs> I ended up drafting, with the exception of United Passions, which I thought deserved a spot on our podcast. Oh no, it for does. How bad it is. Um, I, I, so I, to to be honest, I've not seen it. I, I went on its reputation alone. I'm going to try to watch it. I make no promises about any of these, but with the exception of United Passions, the other four items on my draft list are movies that at one point in my life you could have asked me about, and I would have said. That is the best movie ever made. Like, <laughs> Dune, that was like oh, middle of high school, okay. right? It was, I was reading Dune. I was super into it. I hadn't yet developed the sort of like kind of critical mind to say, no, that is bad. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Jingle all the way. I still think that it's a really great holiday film. To be honest, kind of surprised that I got it. I'm, I'm going to take it. But Batman and Robin... I mean, I had fucking fan magazines that came in the mail about that one that my grandma, like, sent away for me. Like, she sent out to get, like, here's a a fan magazine with, like, custom stickers and, like, artwork from the movie and behind-the-scenes photos and stories and stuff like this. And it was one of the greatest moments of my entire life. I remember, like, like finding out that um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's, uh, uh, his suit is hand-hammered silver that's how much money they could throw at this fucking like disaster of a film. Um, and I was just like, oh my God, I want to see it in person. <laughs> and then Waterworld, of course, probably to this day, I still think it's one of the best films ever made. I'm just curious. Have you seen Mr. Brooks? Mr. Brooks. The Kevin Costner, Dane Cook vehicle? It was topical. Yeah. Okay, I'm just curious. Sorry, I'm, I'm playing my game again where I defend every Kevin Costner <laughs> yeah, film. Yeah, I'm just, when you're picking, like, I'm going to go with a bad Kevin Costner movie, you skipped the Dane Cook movie. <laughs> hey, Dane Cook has been in some excellent films, like Mystery Men and, um, 
Jafar, do you have any, any good day? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> it's literally just mystery men. And but he he's had... in that for three seconds has the waffle. <laughs> but at least at least he's in mystery men, right? <laughs> Fuck, can I give up something for mystery men now? <laughs> no. Damn it. <laughs> uh, I, please, I want mystery men. Okay, our final honorable mention, mystery men. Because I don't know that you can say that that's a great film, but man, is it a lot of fun. <laughs> now I'm curious, are there any movies you guys thought about taking but didn't because you know other people's opinions about them? Because uh, I believe I'm, I'm getting the name right. Uh, the Seventh Story Mountain. The- oh, you mean Ale- uh, Alejandro Jodorowsky? Yes. Oh, that's um, what's it called? Um, oh, no, yeah, I, I got it wrong. The name of it is different, but yes. Um, that movie... I don't think that you can discuss it in the same universe as other films because it was an art film that crossed yeah, no, over. Seven Story Mountain is a di- is a book. Yeah, I, we're confused. talking about yeah. the Holy Mountain. I think. Um, yeah, it was the Holy Mountain. That that film at some point we will have to go into. Um, I know a lot oh, about it. Okay, it was reissued as the Sacred Mountain. That's yeah, yeah. I've I've seen two uh, Jodorowsky films. He also at one point was tapped but never completed a project to do Dune that Salvador Dali was attached to. Salvador Dali was going to play the uh, the, sh- the Padishah Emperor. Um, and hey, let's make Dune more inaccessible. So here's the thing. <laughs> I the didn't th- know you could do it. <laughs> the thing, okay, the thing about Dune is that you have, you have to go for one end of the spectrum or the other. If you push it hyper-realistic, you'll get something good. Nobody has done that yet. Nobody has done a very stark kind of like desert survival Dune, right? Everybody, like... The second that it's it's less convenient, they kind of just throw it away, and all of a sudden you've just got backdrops with a little bit of sand piled in front of it, and it's clearly that's what was in the studio. Um, the other end of the spectrum is that Dune happens to be primarily about a substance that causes people to be able to fold space and time. That is inherently psychedelic, and a psychedelic sensibility towards that film would have probably been excellent. There's a documentary about it called um, Alejandro uh, Jodorowsky's Dune, that's excellent in and of itself. Where he was going with it, it stretches believability that he would have been able to accomplish it. But man, was that going to be a strange journey? A strange journey. I'm sure we'll talk about more next week. One more thing. I'm shocked Chris did not take Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. I forgot that was a movie. Oh, with the Bee uh, Gees. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's rough. I had forgotten that they had done that to... Oh, and now yeah. you remember. <laughs> I've recovered a traumatic memory, thanks to Ben. And now I'm going to have to go to therapy and deal with this. Okay, take us out, Jafar. Well, you started you, off. You, you take us out, Chris. Damn it. Last time I, last time I tried, you yelled at me. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> no, the last time Ben tried to take us in and I yelled at him. No, well, the, the last time I tried to take us out. Oh, yes, you, I also you yelled at me. <laughs> maybe I just like things the way that they are. You know, maybe no new memories to have yeah. to contend with. But if you did have a new memory, it'd be to thank the kickstand band. As always, thanks to the kickstand band for our theme song, How It Feels. You can find their music at kickstandband.bandcamp.com. Think seriously about purchasing um, Cut Em Loose, the album that our theme song comes from. It's uh, great. It was mentioned in a previous episode. It's fantastic. You should show your support. And it's because it's Bandcamp. You can pay whatever you like for it. So if you toss them a couple of bucks, you'll have three songs 
to jam out to, one of which happens to be our theme song. And feel free to shoot us an email at uh, giraffetheuniverse@gmail.com. Let us know what bad movies uh, you would have taken. Let us know what bad movies you think were great movies and how stupid and wrong we are. Uh, you know, just take like, a position David Lynch won't and defend Dune. And just and just say anything to us, really. Just like yeah, just like tell yeah. us how bad Bowie's two is and how we were dumb <laughs> for not letting Ben draft it in the first place. You can tell us that at facebook.com slash draftheuniverse, mm-hmm. or on Twitter at draftheverse, or on either platform using the hashtag draftheuniverse. We should have, one of us should have taken Tremors. Uh, Tremors. Uh, why would you take Tremors when you could take any of the Tremors sequels? <laughs> yeah. Alright, well, theme song. Bye-bye. I feel like I was denied need-to-know information. <laughs> <laughs> or critical need-to-know information. <laughs> I did not draft her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I he doesn't say it like that. No, you, you bullshit. S- I dropped a no. Oh my god. Voice. I mean, I mean, fucking up that line is very in keeping with that line. So. <laughs> Would you like a water bottle to throw? Hold on.